Hey everyone, this is Bethany. We're looking forward to sharing a new project with you we've mentioned before. We're soon going to be releasing our Orenthal Redux series, and we want to give you a little behind the scenes on what that means, what we're doing, and what you know we're gonna be sharing with you. And I got Tony and Adam here to talk about it. So, what is the Orenthal series? I'm gonna ask Adam to describe it. Uh, it's a hodgepodge of people doing random nonsense and trying not to destroy the city. Accurate. No, it is a, um, I would say it's uh, a little mini-series we did in preparation for uh, what we what we like to refer to in-house as the main series, um, but it was a kind of like a little prelude and a little sneak peek into the world that Tony uh, created uh, about 150 years before the events of everything happening in Serviceable Plots and Rumble Squad, um, and our new Serviceable Plots uh, branding, I guess, was is Sharpened Quill to go in line with uh, our various services that our group will provide. Yeah, we thought it made sense at this point to go ahead and have an in-world name for our team, um, since we've accepted we are a team now and not just a bunch of loosely organized people doing jobs together. We're a bunch of friends, correct? We're. I'm sorry, we wanted to highlight our friendship. Exactly. <laughs> not our business. <laughs> say, Tony, do you want to share what our original description of Orenthal was? So our original description says um, that this is an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast where the players are looking for clues and hunt for a secret foe uh, that makes devious plots within the city of Orenthal. The party attempts to cover the machinations of a powerful and sinister organization from accomplishing whatever their goals may be. All the while, they must face the ghosts and ghouls of their past. And in this particular campaign, we were running uh, using the raw elements of our Unearthed Arcana material which has since then become official uh, classes for most of them. Yeah. Well, some of them, not the mystic still. Not the mystic. And and there's no hope now for that either, but but that's okay. We're making do. But also, arguably, it could be because you're broken. Wow, that's But they really could hurtful. try to fix it. <laughs> Especially after going through it again and hearing how broken Saria is. Yeah, it's true. Especially because you rolled almost max stats. Yeah, the stats and the abilities combined were a, a bit much. Granted, I only went with them, which I've said in other recordings we've done, because it was going to be a short campaign. And I think for those who've already listened to Orenthal, it's probably not as apparent that we actually recorded only in a few sessions. So for us, it was maybe, what, a few months, two months, three of recording? It was four sessions recorded. yeah. And, uh, you know, to have all these episodes of adventures is, is still great to hear them back, but it's weird because it was so long ago. Yeah. For us. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, that was three years ago now. It was indeed. We were baby podcasters and now we're toddler podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> Good comparison. I like it. We are now crawling, maybe a little standing. <laughs> so part of the reason Adam is here, not just because he was one of the other players, Adam is going to be doing the initial edit of the original audio. And what have your discoveries been, Adam, going back to the original audio? Well, since the uh, since recording the original audio, I have uh, evolved and reached my second form, uh, going from baby participant to toddler editor. <laughs> so I noticed a lot more of the uh, different audio techniques we had back then. So, uh, and I guess we could segue that into how it's being edited, which is a lot of what is being focused on is taking out background noise, making sure audio is actually level, especially in the first session, fixing the the problem Nick had that we no longer have to talk about. 
that his audio the disconnection and then talking from his phone which i will say is probably one of the parts i'm most proud of because it sounds good actually yeah we don't have to keep in tony's apology for the audio being uh, so bad because uh adam has worked a lot of editing magic to make it sound much cleaner Especially because from our crack team of uh, researchers that uh, gave us feedback on uh, the Orenthal series, uh, one of the biggest comments was, please, the auto needs to be level. It goes from very quiet to very loud. Do do you want to shout out one of our crack team of researchers? The crack team of researchers, i.e. my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to Melissa for listening and giving feedback on what we can do to improve. Greatly appreciated. The only other audio tweaks we're going to do, we're not going to change uh, any of the uh, events that happen. We just may remove uh, any repeated words that don't need to be there. Uh, so stumbles, any unnecessary ums that don't seem in character and it's just, you know, uh, people flubbing it. And then improving the quality of certain uh, individuals' audios where we can. Some are unable to be improved uh, other than just reducing background noise, but some others I'm able to tweak and make it a little bit crisper and clear to understand. Yeah, we can't fix our own mic technique. Like I know even listening back, I'm here. I can hear where I leaned away from the mic because I was looking down at a die. And and that is what it is. But at least to fix the the level of the volume so that it's more consistent and easier to listen to. We wanted to make it easy to listen to. We're trying to bring it up to our current editing standards, add some music. We want to make it more dynamic and cinematic. And if you haven't listened to our Orenthal series, this is a great place to start with getting to know Tony's world of Ostia and some of the characters who actually turn up in our current campaigns, which uh, part of the reason Av and I are here is because we both have characters who have lived on beyond that initial campaign. Yes, that's a slight spoiler. We don't die <laughs> in the campaign <laughs> in, in Orenthal. So if you go through Orenthal Redux, you'll know that Saria and Sildan do make it through to the end. Granted, you won't necessarily know all of the trauma they went through in that series. It's a lot. I tormented them. But it's still fun to listen to what we were like then. We were so young. <laughs> Especially listening to it um, and editing it. I've, I very much try to keep in mind, we're just trying to make it easier to listen to while keeping all of the charm of the original. Yeah. So it is fun to talk about how different our characters are now from the ones we played, especially for Adam and I, where Adam's like... Especially because Sildan was my second character. Yeah, I know. And your first character, we didn't give a personality at all. So. Other than sewer rat. <laughs> Other than riffraff. Street, Street rat. rat. <laughs> yeah, no, I love Sildan and I think uh, it's great to see the characters hold up. You know, everybody's still got their, their distinct flavor. Although the argument could be made, Sildan was the uh, the tipping point of having me only play weirdos. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, weirdos from another land who just really want friendship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of your thing. For me, I'm basically playing the opposite character. I'm like, still a mystic. But oh my gosh, yeah, not at all the same, which is fun, but also weird. And I do miss playing Saria because she was just like low-key a superhero. She was a powerhouse. Yeah, now I'm playing, um, oh gosh, I was going to accidentally say something about Belinda that I'm not supposed to have revealed yet. Here, I'll, I'll give you, and now she's playing a high-functioning sociopath. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Um, a little bit of a Sherlock Holmes character. <laughs> so uh, I know this is fun for... You know, Nick, who really loved playing Tor and Rachel Kalima and Chris Daryl to to get to see them back again. And uh, it's probably interesting for you, Tony, as the DM, going back to what the world was like in the years past before we might have changed some things with our character choices. 
Yeah, I, I've told this to the cast before that I had Ornithol like was something I decided to make uh, as a test run on podcasting because I already had these, this idea for the current campaign that we're running and looking at it as they start to interact with the world. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to change a whole bunch of things now because of their choices, because now it doesn't make sense. Some of the things I had planned or those things need to be tweaked based off of the events that have occurred. Well, you did learn a lot about us as players. You learned things we really like. We like action. We like drama. We love a conspiracy. Indeed. Do you want more conspiracy in the current series? Because there's some conspiracy in the current I series. I feel like we've got <laughs> at least six conspiracies we're trying to unravel right now. Yes. Have you seen our to-do list? <laughs> it's lengthy. And if people haven't seen our to-do list, it's available for our patrons on Patreon. <laughs> you can see uh, not just what we're doing, what we've done, but uh, some of our guesses as to what's going on, however right or wrong they may be. We have a lot of theories, and we're often proven wrong. It is the physical manifestation of our metaphorical <laughs> shelf with all of our boxes inside of boxes. Exactly. Right. So I guess next we probably want to talk about the release schedule. Yes. Starting the 21st of September is my hope to release the first Orenthal Redux episode. I will mention briefly, we are not including the character intros with the release of the rest of the Redux. Yeah, we decided the character intros still stand on their own, so we will be linking to them and encouraging you to go back and listen to those if you want to get to know how each of our characters transitioned into the journey. But for the Redux, we want to focus on the full cast journey together. So there's... Still plenty of value in going back and listening to the old episodes, but these will be a little different. We're also probably going to be combining some episodes because we'll be removing some content, you know, just to clear things up a little bit. So the episode numbers won't match up one to one. You'll see some new titles. Uh, we thought this would just be a great way to get access to that experience, uh, you know, in an up to date format. We have improved our editing techniques. Therefore, we thought we should bring it, bring this, uh, our original actual play up to snuff. Well, our first Orenthal episodes were your first audio editing, right, Tony? Ever. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Three years ago. So a lot has changed. And now you've got uh, Adam's editing. Mike has also been editing audio. He's just not currently working on Orenthal. But it's great to have, you know, more people editing, have Nick and I doing the quality assurance review, working on the music. So it's more of a collaborative effort now, which I think is one of the fun things about revisiting it together. Yeah, we all get to enjoy this process together. Is there anything else you guys want to add on listening back to this? And how do you feel about like how the characters you played three years ago in Orenthal compared to the characters you play now? I think the thing that stands out to me is that in every character I play, I always see elements of myself, not the same ones, because like I said, Belinda, who I play now and sorry, I played before, very different in personality. Sorry, it was very much into being kind of a jokester, which I would not use to describe Belinda <laughs> at all. But just seeing that I still like to play, you know, powerful, assertive characters, and that hasn't changed. But I do think I can hear that I was more nervous in the original recordings. I definitely talked a lot. Please don't talk about how much I talk now because I still talk a lot, but I think uh, I'm just more comfortable. And I think uh, it was it's nice to see, especially for Adam and I, that we really developed a rapport with our characters back in Orenthal. Oh, yeah which uh, we've done again in the current series. <laughs> but to a different sort of relationship. It, it was a lot but, more work. But mom, I promise, I didn't try to get arrested again. It is more mother-son, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, 
but I think we've always role played well together, um, everybody in the group. So it's it's fun to get to continue to do that, even if we split into two groups for some of our players that we continue to, you know, go on this journey together. So how about you, Adam? For me, uh, at least with listening back to everything, it's just a good reminder almost, I don't know, I guess of where we came from. I'm sure it's only been three years, but it's, all, I feel, it's been a long three years, man. Especially the last six months were the longest of the whole three years. <laughs> but besides that, um, it's nice to hearing how much uh, all of us have grown, especially because I've done editing on all three, like Orenthal now, uh, uh, Serviceable Plots and Rumble Squad. It's nice just being able to, uh, to see how uh, each player has grown in their own way with how they play the characters, like how Nick's developed from since playing Tor, how Rachel's developed since playing Kalima. It's just, uh, it's really fun to take a little trip down memory lane, and it kind of also helps remind you of where you come from, at least in my opinion, you know, keeping, keeping yourself uh, a little grounded and, you know, just uh, trying to keep in mind that, hey, we're just a bunch of friends that are uh, just trying to have some fun. Yeah, yeah, and I think we've kept to that. We definitely have upped our production value from where it was, but uh, at the core of it, we just are a bunch of silly weirdos who like puns. We're just easier to listen to now. <laughs> yeah, that's basically. <laughs> well, I, I hope. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I still say going back, the thing that I struggle with is hearing my own laugh at my own jokes. Same. Because I have not stopped doing that. You haven't stopped. We will doing never it. stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of our We're joke. monsters, but we accept it. We're like <laughs> all the time, <laughs> which. I will say it gets edited out a lot more in Sharpened Quill. Especially because we keep it in chat now. That's true. We do keep some of our asides and nonsense to ourselves um, a little more private so it doesn't derail the scene into just like weird giggles um, because we crack ourselves up. So yeah, Tony, last thoughts on what it's like three years later? Honestly, last thoughts, I listened back to it and I think uh, the story itself, I thought like everybody engaged really well with each other, with what was going on. And like content wise, I thought it was great. And it, it's so nice and refreshing to hear back and be like, no, that was great content. The one thing I listen back to and I'm like, and I immediately start thinking of, of course, though, is, oh my gosh, all of these edits that I would be doing now. Yeah. <laughs> so we hope you'll enjoy listening to Ornithal Redux starting next week. After that release, we'll be going back to releasing uh, what will be Sharpened Quill and Rumble Squad for our Arc 2 adventures where we get into so much more trouble. What? We got into a lot of trouble in Arc 1, both groups, but Arc 2 is, I think we're really stepping things up. I mean, we're taking our crime international, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we hope you look forward to that as well. So thank you for continuing to listen and supporting us on this journey of three years plus. And we hope to see you next time in the world of Ostia.